Dish TV is better than cable TV. Why? Because you can save 45% on packages compared to your high-priced cable bill. Wow. Take those giant scissors out and cut the cable. And save with Dish TV. Plus, you get a free DVR upgrade to record your favorite shows and free installation. And with Dish Anywhere, you can watch TV for free on your mobile device. Act fast. You can save hundreds of dollars. Does your cable company do that for you? Get all the best TV programming at your fingertips at a fraction of the price of cable TV. So say adios, arrivederci, goodbye to the high cable bill, and save up to 45% on Dish TV packages today. These are limited time offers and can change at any time. Call fast. 800-405-2561. 800-405-2561. 800-405-2561. That's 800-405-2561. Ladies and gentlemen, live from the West Coast. It's time for Ring Talk Live Worldwide. For over 30 years and still, and still, your inside look into boxing and mixed martial arts. You know what? As long as she fights in 135 pounds, I don't care if she's injecting a horse demon into her eyeballs. Heard live around the world and brought to you by the World Boxing Organization. And now, and now, live from the Ring Talk Studios in San Francisco... Here's the host of the longest-running fight show in history, Pedro Fernandez. Damas y caballeros, bienvenidos, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Sport Byline Studios in the city by the bay, San Francisco, California. Check it. The man was correct. My name is Pedro Fernandez, often imitated but never duplicated. Come two weeks now, 36-plus years now of radio presence. That's right, sitting high atop my throne here on the Sports Byline Studio. Straight up, good show today. Two hours of Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Hour number one, of course, we'll bring in the godfather, Larry Merchant, have him review the performance of the upcoming star, I think Mexico's bright star. I'm talking about Emmanuel Navarrete. We'll hear from him and promoter Bob Arum as well. But straight up, last night, he was a superior fighter. He looks like he's the best at 122. And we'll hear from Johnny Sig as to who else at 122 can rumble with the WBO champion. Now 27-1, I believe. Of course, having beat Isaac Dogbo not once, but twice. Straight up, Navarrete, the real deal. Tyson Fury's got some questions about Andy Ruiz. Andy Ruiz, of course, set the clash with... Anthony Joshua, the 2012 Olympic gold medalist. That's his claim to fame. Why do I say that? Because he was a heavyweight champion and he turned out to be a fraud. I mean, a fake. I mean, a guy that can't fight. Couldn't spell fight. He could put the five letters on a piece of paper and said, Anthony, put these letters together. But yet he can bang Amir Khan's wife, but he can't fight. Bottom line is, Joshua's probably going to get licked like a stamp the second time around. Unless Andy Ruiz doesn't have his act together. What do I mean by his act? I'm talking about motivation and the fact that you've already dominated, decimated one guy, this guy this one time. Can you stay in his head? Can you do it a second time? I think Ruiz is hot. I think he's the hottest heavyweight right now. Even though I don't like his physique, you know, I tend to be on the slim side. You're tuned to Ring Talk, live on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, Channel 211, and like a thousand other internet platforms. This is your inside look at the world of boxing and MMA. On the other side of the break, we're from John Cigarella, the undefeated lad from Las Vegas on Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Listening makes us smarter, more connected people. 
It makes us better partners, parents, and leaders. And there's no better place to start listening than Audible. Audible is where so many inspiring voices and compelling stories open listeners up to new experiences and ways of thinking. Audible members now get more than ever before. Members choose three titles every month, one audiobook plus two Audible originals that you can't hear anywhere else. Audible delivers bestsellers, business, self-improvement, memoirs, and more, all professionally narrated by actors, authors, and motivational superstars. Audible members can also get free access to the New York Times, Wall Street Journal, and Washington Post delivered daily to the Audible app. Explore all the ways listening on Audible can help improve mind, body, and soul with entertainment, information, and inspiration. Start listening with a 30-day Audible trial, and your first audiobook plus two Audible originals are free. Visit audible.com slash ring or text R-I-N-G to 500-500. It's summertime once again, which means pool parties, barbecues, and relaxation, but it also means home projects, which aren't much fun. So why not let HomeAdvisor take them off your hands? From minor repairs to major remodels, HomeAdvisor will connect you with top-rated pros in your area, letting you get back to summer fun. The pros have been reviewed by your neighbors so you can see what others thought of their work. And if you're not sure how much your project should cost, get multiple quotes from pros and use HomeAdvisor's Project Cost Guide to see what others paid for similar projects. And to top it all off, you can book appointments online. No more phone tag. HomeAdvisor makes it beyond easy to get your home projects done. So don't wait. Get those projects done now and make the most of your summer. To find the right pro at a fair price, just ask HomeAdvisor. Go to HomeAdvisor.com or download the free award-winning HomeAdvisor app today. Now you can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Here comes the decision now. Let's listen. Clarity in the world of professional boxing is spelled WBO. That's right. The World Boxing Organization is boxing's only transparent sanctioned body. You can follow the WBO on Facebook or check out their website, WBOboxing.com. That's WBOboxing.com. The World Boxing Organization. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Let's take it somewhere west of the Las Vegas Strip. Close to the Strip, but not right on the Strip. We're talking about Sin City, Las Vegas, and Johnny Signorella, my undefeated correspondent, of course, from Las Vegas. John, you've got to be impressed with WBO Junior Featherweight Champion Emmanuel Navarrete. What can I say? 28-1, 24-KOs. Did he uh, toy with that young man, Panchito de Vaca, before stopping him? The guy had a great record coming in. He did have a great record in de Vaca being unbeaten, but Navarrete is just a different animal. He's come from a different cloth, brother. He comes in with pressure and combinations. The first time he dropped de Vaca, he did it with a left uppercut, followed with a right uppercut, and it was just amazing to put those kind of combinations together to see a big man like himself throw uppercuts and then clean him up with hooks and right hand. 
4,000 people alongside the former uh, Los Angeles Sports Arena in a great arena. Remember, I saw Pepino Cuevas and Roberto Duran there. And we showed up. At, I got to mention this for a second, Johnny. Hector Martinez was in charge of navigation that night, logistics, Roberto Duran's manager, okay? So we get to the fight, and it's like the second round of the main event. That's how late we are. Anyway, enough said. <laughs> you know, I mean, what can you say? He's driving, right? Los right. Angeles traffic right. wanted to choke him to death. Anyway, back to Navarrete. Um, incredibly impressive now, 28-1, 24 KOs. Before we go to Navarrete in this post-fight interview, who else looms out there at 122 pounds? Talking about the other belt bearers before we hear from Navarrete. Solid division. Ray Vargas unbeaten. You know, another Three. monster down 34 there. 34-0. Oh. Yeah. Luis Neri is also down there. Also mm. unbeaten. Mm. And we got to look at Navarrete real quick. His only loss was early in his career in a four-rounder, which we know a four-round fight, you know, it can go either which way. It's hard to win those type of fights coming up, especially, you know, when you're coming over to the States and whatnot. But this guy right now, Emmanuel Navarrete, one of my favorite guys to watch. He's awesome TV-friendly entertainment. No doubt about that. And, of course, ESPN Bob Arum was pumping up big time. In fact, speaking of Bob Arum, let's go to Emmanuel Navarrete post-fight. Emmanuel, felicidades. Congratulations on your victory tonight. We talked before the fight about how much you wanted to make a statement tonight and what it meant for you to fight a championship fight in Los Angeles where so many Mexican fighters made their legacy. What did it mean for you to win this fight tonight right here in Los Angeles and make that statement? Primero que nada, felicidades. Este, una gran pelea. Eh, ¿Qué mensaje querías enviar hoy esta noche en Los Ángeles donde grandes peleadores eh, han peleado, grandes peleadores mexicanos han peleado antes? Pues antes que nada, quiero agradecer a toda la gente que nos acompaña, que nos está aquí apoyando. Muchas gracias. Eh, y estoy muy orgulloso de seguir con la, con la larga traición, por decirlo así, de, de los peleadores mexicanos que engalanan este, funciones aquí en Los Ángeles. Espero llenar todos los, los aspectos que ellos han cubrido y de verdad les agradezco mucho. Gracias. First of all, I want to thank all my supporters. And second of all, I want to say like I, I want to com- continue the tradition of boxing, uh, Mexican boxing in LA. I want to fill up arenas and I want to achieve the same thing that legend, Mexican legends did here. All right, who is next for you, Emmanuel? Eh, estamos hablando con, con, la, con la empresa en ese momento y nos comentan que estamos próximos a regresar eh, en la pelea de Tyson Fury el 14 de septiembre en Las Vegas. Espero que nos acompañen. Y aquí presente le agradezco al señor Bob Arum, a mi promotor Sanfer, eh, señor Fernando Beltrán, por todo lo que me han apoyado y por lo que viene. De verdad, muchas gracias. Y espero que me sigan acompañando y apoyando también como hasta ahorita. Muchas gracias. Right now we're talking to the company about uh, what's next for us, and we want to announce that we're talking about the sem- being, being back in the September 14th card uh, that's going to headline Tyson Fury. I want to thank Bob Adam for the opportunity and also Sam for, for, all, for everything. Well, Bob, he's right here, so let's ask the man. What do you think about bringing him back already September 14th on the Tyson Fury undercard Mexican Independence Day weekend? He is Mexican. He's proud to be Mexican. September 14th is Mexican Independence Weekend, and the best fighter in Mexico will be there defending his title. Congratulations. All right, we'll see you guys soon. Bob Aaron pushing it like only Master Bob of the top-ranked plantation can. Yeah, he's got it going on. I mean, he's got a guy that is Mexican, that is good-looking. He's young, he's sharp. Of course, that one loss early on in his career, but... 
hasn't been really uh, hurt and or bothered in a professional career yet that spans 28 fights to make that 29 fights. We'll see what happens when he clashes with the other 122-pounders. Now, real quick, what else happened this week in the world of boxing, Johnny Sick? Really not too much. Jesse Magdaleno was on the undercard and went to technical decision in round nine over Rafael Rivera. Magdaleno around the same weight class. He, I think he fought at 126 last night. He's a good fighter, but he just doesn't click for me. Something just doesn't work for me with this kid now at 27 and 1 and 18 KOs. Anthony Joshua trying to rebuild himself on TV this week, and uh, he failed miserably. I don't want to say that, that he would never win an Emmy, but he just doesn't come off too well. Why is it? Well, he folded. And in boxing, we know we're very unforgiving with if we think that someone quit, you know. Um, he did, did get his bell rung pretty good in that fight. And I do believe he suffered a concussion. And I think post-mortem we're seeing that with the way he's talking, you know, and trying to bait Ruiz into certain things and demand certain things. And if you guys are following the politics of what's going on right now, it's pretty frustrating. And we still don't have a definitive date. Andy Ruiz, like I had mentioned last week, has said, uh-uh, to Saudi Arabia. And I don't blame him. Traveling there is not very safe nowadays. Plus, what's the protocol for drug testing? And we know that Eddie Hearn and Anthony Joshua have been dealing with some shady business lately, in particular Eddie Hearn with steroids. You know, and I don't know why you would knock the Middle East. As stable as the Middle East is, I mean, as far as the world's concerned, why would you want not want to go to the Middle East? Yikes. Of course, I was in Dubai. It was Now, I'm going to say this, and people are probably going to get upset to listen to Dubai, but it was the worst armpit I've ever been in my entire life. They can say they have billion-dollar buildings, the tallest building in the world, all these beautiful buildings, but they got nothing but chicks with burqa. And the chicks that not work in burkas are hookers. So it's hookers and burkas. That's all you got going for you in Dubai. Johnny Usig returns a little bit later. Next up, the retired HBO godfather, Larry Merch in the house. See how he grades Mr. Navarrete's, Navarrete's performance last night. Of course, we'll hear from Nate Diaz as well. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Open phone lines real quick around the planet. 1-800-878-7529. That's 1-800-878-7529. Or, or get this. Write this down. The Guilfrey No Commitment Text Line. Text us here in the studio. 415-275-1613. That's 415-275-1613. You're tuned to Ring Talk live on Sports Byline. Hey, Paul, I appreciate it. Say a prayer for me, buddy. And if there's anything I can do for you anytime, you let me know. Attention business owners, now is the perfect time to start saving money on your cable TV bill for your business. We can give you packages with up to 90 great channels and save your business a ton of cash. And if you call right now, you can learn how to get free equipment and free installation. Now you have choices. It's time to start saving money on your cable TV bill for your business. And call today and get 90 channels plus free equipment and free installation. Smart business owners like you all across the country are consolidating and saving money on their cable TV, internet, and phone service for their business. So now's the perfect time. This may be a limited time offer to the first 100 people that call right now. So please save money and call now. 800 470 800-470-7113. 800-470-7113. 800-470-7113. That's 800-470-7113. 
Attention business owners. Are you struggling while waiting for your customers to pay on their net 30, 60, or 90-day invoices? Can't get a business loan? Have no equity, bad credit, or maybe no credit at all? Then you need to call AmeriFactors right now. AmeriFactors will give you cash for your invoices and there's nothing to pay back. We simply buy your account receivables and if those clients don't pay on the invoices, we take the loss. We give you funds based on your account receivables, not your credit. And 98% of all applicants are approved. It's that simple. With AmeriFactors, there's no more waiting for your customers to pay. We give you the funds up front, then we wait for your customers to pay us. Fund your business today. Call AmeriFactors right now. 800 847 1183. 800 847 1183. And get the money you need. Need to pay off credit card debt? Go to MoneyNow100.com. Need your car repaired? Need home improvement money? Visit MoneyNow100.com. If you need fast cash for any reason, go to MoneyNow100.com. Good, bad, or no credit at all? Go to MoneyNow100.com. You could get up to $5,000 as soon as the next business day. Go to MoneyNow100.com on your phone, tablet, or computer. Type in the address bar MoneyNow100.com. That's MoneyNow100.com. Now more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Godfather of Soul, JB, James Brown. Him and kicking in, of course. The retired HBO Godfather is on the line from Southern California. Talk about Mr. Larry Merchant. Larry, very good morning to you, sir. Good morning to you, Pedro. And I was just reminded of a time I was in Paris. And they have a music week in Paris. With performers, all the buskers, all over the streets and everywhere, and a, a very high-class form of buskering. But I saw James Brown perform there in a middle-class neighborhood with people hanging from fire escapes and trees and him on a stage. And I climbed the tree so that I could actually get a glimpse of him. And it was a uh, glorious afternoon in Paris. Yeah, with I, I was, Brent Carter was the lead singer of Tower of Power, and they opened for him in Oakland at the Paramount. So he got me a backstage pass, and they said, Pedro, it's time to go back to your seat. And I think I told you a story, Godfather, but I didn't go back to my seat. I waited backstage, and out came James Brown, and they fixed his hair one last time and, and put the fur jacket on his, on his, on his, uh, on his shoulders, and out he went to do his thing. And that was, those were priceless moments for me. But that's memories of then. Let's talk about now. Amanda Navarrete, 28-1. I've told you about him. I'm really impressed. Of course, he was the winner last night. But there's other guys in this division at 122 pounds. Ray Vargas, 28 years old, 34 and zip. Daniel Roman, 27-1. I mean, the uh, former champion Isaac Dogwell, he might still be a contender. So there's good guys at 122. The last time there was really 
how can I put this? A super fighter, a real super fight at 122, in my memory, was the Battle of Little Giants. Talk about Gomez and Sanchez back in 1982, I believe, at Caesars Palace, of course, the indoor sports pavilion. Sanchez, a prohibitive underdog, came in and basically destroyed the undefeated Puerto Rican super, uh, slugger. Um, when, when the little guys are good, they're often very, very good. And... Uh, you have to like Navarrete, um, one of those fighters who uh, understands that the best defense is to hit the other guy first. He scored a three-round knockout last night over uh, an opponent. And um, we'll see whether uh, Bob Arum and Top Rank uh, can move him in a way that... Uh, bring some energy and interest to the lower weight divisions. Um, he's also got, uh, remember, uh, Jose Ramirez, the kid from Fresno, who yep. was so impressive uh, last week. So maybe Aram can stir some stuff up. I'd like to see top rank uh, find a good opponent for Terrence Crawford, who's He's the second-ranked welterweight, but um, all the guys around him are uh, under the uh, uh, rule of, a, of another promoter. So I don't know what, when's going to happen and when when Crawford's going to fight somebody who's meaningful. Crawford was seen on television last night. Unfortunately, it was at the UFC. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't want to see him in the crowd. I don't want to see him in the ring. Now, 122 pounds being what it is, Navarrete says he's got a couple, three fights left at 122. You talked about moving up to 126. And I talked to you earlier this morning how how deadly the moves up, the move up and wait a lot of times is for a fighter. But you told me you got to go where the gusto and the money is. Well, that's, that's always the plan, and it's always part of the the deal. It's more pronounced in the boxing than in other sports. But just remember, it's professional prize fighting. And um, the money and the business part of it are uh, crucial because that's how matches are made and whether or not they're made. So uh, let's see if they put somebody in uh, who can be a serious opponent for Navarrete, if there is somebody like that. But meanwhile, uh, we can just enjoy the fact that there are some uh, good new fresh faces coming up. And uh, let's see how, uh, how they and the divisions evolve. Okay, Tyson Fury, the linear world heavyweight champion. Excuse me, the, uh, the galloping gypsy, call him what you want, 28 no. 20 knockouts with a draw. Going to take on a guy named Otto Wallen, who's 20 and zip. We'll need to get into that. But Navarrete wants to be on the undercard here. They're going to try to put this together. <clears throat> Aram was smart. When Canelo pulled out of the September weekend, or of course that big Mexican Independence, Mexican Independence weekend, day weekend, Aram was smart. He put the Tyson Fury card in there, and he had Navarrete to come in as a second banger. He's still, he's still clicking. Bob Aram, you got to give him props. He's really still clicking. Yep, um, um, he's even a few months older than me, I believe. Um, but he's still out there, and you can see that uh, 
Um, when there's a fight on, he's got the energy of a young man. He's a remarkable character, and um, well, Don King had uh, some uh, epic um, uh, years as a promoter. Um, this guy just keeps on keeping on, and and as given all of the great fighters he's promoted and the length of his career, I don't know that there's ever been anybody better at it. No doubt about it. I'll, I'll never forget his words of wisdom for me one time. We were in a in a van, and he said to me, he says, Kid, stay away from the hard drugs. He goes, smoke all the weed you want. He goes, I do. He goes, but stay away from the hard drugs and the booze. Believe me, just stay away from the hard drugs and the booze, and you'll be okay. And then the subject switched to something else. Uh, Mr. S- I can't remember. Uh, George Foreman's manager was in the van. I can't remember what his name was, this and that, but... Bob Arum still to this day says that, you know, he's a big proponent of marijuana, has been for years, and he says that helps him throughout life. So power to Bob and the weed. But back to Tyson Fury, taking on Otto Wallen with Navarrete underneath. That's that's a smart move, I think, for Arum to move in there and, and try to get that Mexican Independence Day weekend. I can't believe nobody else moved in to do it. But then again, who else is there besides Golden Boy, Al Heyman, and Top Rank? Really? Uh, it- there's one problem I have with this. Okay. Are any of the matches competitive? I want to see competitive fights. Um, I, is, there's no question that it was a smart move by him. But are the fights going to be any good? Okay. Or is this just a promotion for, for, for more promotions? That's part of the game, too, but I'm not going to get excited about uh, that weekend. Uh, first of all, I'm not Mexican, but I want to see good fights on that day. The, the last and I'm not sure that uh, that either uh, Fury or Navarrete is going to be in the ring with anybody that can uh, uh, truly test them. The last time you said anything close to not being Mexican, you were knocking some mariachi band and the entire Mexican world got upset. <laughs> Remember that one? <laughs> tell, tell me about it. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't. That was like front page news for a couple of weeks. Why? Why was that so? Why was that so important to the to to certain well, people? Um, you know, first of all, you know, uh, I'm supposed to be a wordsmith. And um, I used a word that registered emotionally with a lot of people. I'm trying to remember the word, but I don't know <laughs> it will come up. But it was when, when uh, Pernell Whitaker, who died recently, as we all know, and was fighting Oscar De La Hoya. Yep. And Whitaker was a longtime champion and a star. And the whole promotion was about Delaware. And while well, Delaware came in accompanied by a mariachi band because uh, Aram was trying to prom- promote him among Mexican fans who were still skeptical about him at the time. Uh, here comes the, gr- the great. Um, Brunel Whitaker. Whitaker, and nothing. 
no promotion, nothing. To me, this is all like a signal uh, to to everyone in in the in the, in the house that Delahoy is the house fighter. It's all about the challenger rather than the champion. Um, and I was upset by it. And, um, you know, given the stature of Whitaker, um, it seemed unseemly to me well, I, I, that I, he didn't get any attention. Yeah. He didn't have a band with him. He didn't have anything. And so I, I said something to the effect of, uh, I like mariachi music, but in this context, it sucks. Yeah, well, I, you know. The word stuck. Um, um, careened around the country, and HBO was getting a lot of telephone calls and a lot of letters um, saying that I was, uh, you know, so there you go. That was um, that was a, there there is there there is a story. Um, I was upset by the score, and I remember Todd DeBuff and I and weren't there always a bit the, the the best of friends talking, but we've never talked. We never ever talked after that night because he said to me, "How did you have a score, Pedro?" I said, "One fifteen, one twelve for Whitaker," and we and he he scorned at me and, and walked away, and we basically never talked at that point forward. But I thought that that was a bad decision. Of course, Whitaker got the bad decision with. With Chavez, the two super fights, the late Pernell Whitaker well, should have got the elevator and said he got the shaft. Well, uh, I agree with you on both fights. Um, but um, that's what happens with the house fighter very often. Okay. He will get the benefit of the doubt in close rounds. Real- and um, miraculously... Uh, he will uh, come out on top. Now, that said, um, Bob Arum uh, either asked me or reacted to me with in two different fights that I recommended um, along the way. Uh, one was we were at a press conference of some kind, and uh, I popped up and said, why don't you make a fight? between uh, Mosley and De La Hoya. They, they sparred together and fought as, as young amateurs. They were both from Los Angeles. He jumped out of his seat and said yes. And, of course, th- that led to the two uh, fights. And, two and, mega uh, fights. <clears throat> two mega Del fights. No doubt so, real quick, Godfather, in 30 seconds left, is Andrew Ruiz and Anthony Joshua going to fight in Saudi Arabia? Well, I've read that they've been offered $40 million and $100 million, and I'm also reading of some of, uh, observations by uh, journalists that this is blood money, that uh, we should not have a major fight in Saudi Arabia, given their history of, and especially their recent history. No no doubt about it. Godfather, all the best to you. Kiss the Godmama for me. We'll talk soon. You got it. The great Larry Merchant, the Hall of Famer on Ring Talk Live Worldwide on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, on Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, Channel 211. (laughs) 
You know, listening makes us smarter, more connected people. It makes us better partners, parents, this and This sounds leaders. great. And there's no better place to start listening than Audible. Audible members now get more than ever before. Members choose three titles every month. One audiobook plus two Audible originals that you can't hear anywhere else. Audible delivers bestsellers, business, self-improvement, memoirs, and more. All professionally narrated by actors, authors, and motivational superstars. Audible members can also get free access to the New York Times. Times, Wall Street Journal, and Washington Post, delivered daily to their Audible app. With that convenient app, members can access Audible anytime. Start listening today with a 30-day Audible trial, and your first audiobook plus two Audible originals are free. Visit audible.com slash ring or text R-I-N-G to 500-500. That's audible.com slash ring. Imagine this is your money and someone wants to take it from you. Who is it? The IRS. They want your money. And guess what? They can legally take it, all of it if they want. Remember, they sent you that letter that said, hey, you owe us a bunch of cash and we're going to take it from you. So what do you do? Fight back by letting our team of experts at the tax helpline work it out with the IRS so you can keep your money. And we're good at what we do. When you hire us, you get a team of guys on your side that know the IRS laws and will fight to save your money. So if you owe the IRS a ton of cash and you want to keep it, call right now and learn for free how we can help you put it back in your pocket. 800-932-1749. 800-932-1749. That's 800-932-1749. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But the secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517 Once again, that's 800-932-5517 Now, more Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Those are the Isley Brothers, folks. They are appearing today in Sigma Stern Grove here in San Francisco, California. So I'll be off to that this afternoon. Appearing outdoors. And Bobby Antielli laid out a tarp there. Get this. Bob's got it going on. He sent somebody over there and laid out a tarp like at 4 o'clock in the morning. And then he paid people to hang out at the campground. My way to go, Bob. So I got a spot there about 1.30. Straight up. 
You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. If this is your very first time listening to your, the insiders looking to the world of boxing and MMA, I want to welcome you to the show. Of course, 35-plus years now. September, I think it's the 10th, we celebrate uh, 36 years of radio. So straight up, let's talk about the UFC last night. Of course, last night, the World Heavyweight Championship changed hands, eh, predictably in the minds of a lot of people. But, you know, when you get knocked out the last time by a guy that's not supposed to be able to punch, I'm talking about Stip Miocic, the Golden Glove Champion of Cleveland. And I take that back. The Ohio State Golden Glove champion uh, as a boxer, of course, crossing over to the mixed martial arts, the former USC heavyweight champion, the guy that had three defenses before losing that title via a knockout to Daniel Cormier. Of course, got knocked out, bang, like in the first round. Um, last night, didn't go that way. Although Stephen Miocic and Daniel Cormier were very competitive for a couple of rounds, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Wow. In the fourth round, take it, yeah, probably about the fourth round, third of the fourth round. Into the end, end of the third round, Cormier started getting hit to the body. And I mean hit to the body like just, just liver shots, one liver shot after another. And he had no idea how to block it, like how to pull that elbow in and block it. His elbow was up so high, he was getting clipped time and time and time again. And that turned the fight around, the complexion of the fight. And before you know it, Stephen Miocic had knocked out Daniel Cormier and captured the World Heavyweight Championship. Ladies and gentlemen, referee Herb Dean has called a stop to this contest at four minutes, nine seconds of round number four. Declaring the winner by TKO and new undisputed UFC heavyweight champion of the world, Stipe The winner and new heavyweight champion of the world, Stipe Miocic. How good does that sound? It didn't sound real good earlier, man. DC's a tough I'm going to give it to him now, man. I just saw some weakness in that third round. I was in that fourth round when I caught him in the right hand. Thank God, because that was tough. He kept coming. and uh, You know what? It's a fight. The only thing can happen. In the fourth round, you made an adjustment and start digging that left hook to the body. I don't know you, but I felt like it was hurting him. And I just have to drop in. I come up top more and uh, my coach go use that right hand. Well, listen, Stipe, I want you to enjoy this. I know it took a long time for you to get this rematch. A lot of people counted you out. It's got to make this all this more sweeter. Now for that and I'm your rock. This place is legit. I love this place. Good weather, good food, good people. I love it. The heavyweight champion of the world, ladies and gentlemen, Stipe Miocic. I'm here with Daniel Cormier, ladies and gentlemen. DC, first round went great for you. You managed to get him down. You managed to control the round. Looked like you were landing good punches from the clinch. What went wrong, and where do you think it went away from you? I think you made a great adjustment, like you said, with the body shots. I, he hit me with a number of right hands, and I didn't really feel anything, so I may have taken those for granted. He landed a great one, and he did a good job of following up. Uh, He's a fantastic champion, and uh, congratulations, Steve Bannister. You've talked openly about possibly retiring. I don't want you to make a decision now, obviously, but if 
What did you thought before this fight if you had lost? You know, you don't make decisions based in uh, emotions, but it's a tough pill to swallow. And uh, at 40 years old, you know, with so many other uh, opportunities, I need to speak to my wife and we need to make an educated decision as to what we're going to do. Well, if this is it, thank you for everything, my friend. It's always been a pleasure. Thank you. Daniel Cormier, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, Scott Cuddy taking a shot at Daniel Cormier from the production side. You know what he said? At least he wasn't crying this time. Oh, man, what a low blow by the cut, man. <laughs> you are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking the world of boxing. MMA, of course, we're covering UFC 241. Pretty good card, no doubt about that. Any surprises? A lot of fights, you know, they went to distance. When fights go to distance, people sort of like don't like it. They just don't like it. Even one fight that went to distance, we'll talk about in hour number two. In fact, we'll hear from Nate Diaz in hour number two, but he beat Anthony Pettis across the board 30 to 27 twice and 29 28 on one scorecard. That is two rounds to one on the 29 28 scorecard, three rounds of zip on the 30 to 27 scorecard. And here's what's up. Here's what I'm going to propose in hour number two of Ring Talk Live Worldwide that we cut the MMA rounds to three minutes. And if they still want to go five three-minute rounds for championship fights, I'm down with that. But I'm just saying that these five-minute rounds, listen, Dana White's not taking this ass-kicking. None of the Zufa Zufa guys are taking these type of ass-whoopings. They're not taking these knees to the head and kicked in the brain, that kind of good stuff. So what I'm trying to tell you is, they would probably make the fights even more exciting than they already are because it would be less of a time span. In other words, a guy wouldn't have to be worried about <sighs> lasting five minutes because he can go out there and do his thing in three minutes. Big difference, I'm telling you, but I think it will be less wear and tear on the fighters. And, you know, this is the beginning of mixed martial arts. Of course, it came to us in, with the USC number one back in 1993. <clears throat> but as we enter... To our uh, mid-2019, 2020, we've got to start thinking about the athletes more. I'm telling you, you've got to think about the athletes more. I mean, some of these interviews, you hear these guys now, but then four or five years now, because, you know, the window the window of opportunity in the UFC, like, sometimes it lasts like three or four months. I mean, Daniel Cormier, give him props. He's only lost a couple of fights, one to John Jones, the other one's on steroids, of course, but he's only lost to John Jones and now to Stippy Miocic. So what a, what, a, what a prize overachiever he was. Of course, a world-class wrestler. And if you think about this, and I think I heard Joe Rogan mention it last night on the broadcast, that the only two non-wrestlers that are UFC champions right now are Max Holloway and Robert Whitaker. Of course, Whitaker at a uh, 185 pounds, the middleweight guy. But ah, how can I, if you don't have a wrestling background and you get on the ground, you get like Francis Ngannou, you have no idea what's happening. But last night, there was no Francis Ngannou. He was sort of like the the hidden evil spirit in the room. In other words, I'm talking about a guy that Stephen Yochuk beat once, but could he beat him the second time? I mean, the way that he destroyed Junior Dos Santos and the way he's destroyed everybody the last couple of fights, I'm talking about Francis Ngannou. Isn't he the guy to fear? No doubt about it. Pablo Costa, still undefeated, knockout artist, 13-0, went the route with Yoel Romero, the 42-year-old former uh, Olympic gold medalist out of Cuba. He's a wrestler. Why didn't this guy take it to the ground? I don't get it. I mean, Stephen Miocic, he finally got smart. He started boxing. Boxing one-on-one, knocked out Daniel Cormier. Those body shots. Man, if a guy gave me that much rib, if a guy gave me that much of if he had his arms up and he was poking his arms out at me, man, I'd be, I'd be knocking. Oh, God. You'd be digging that body. And that's what I tried to tell people before, that 
Cormier's body was soft. I mean, I saw Anderson Silva, who was like 95 years old, going on 115. He doubled him over with a body shot. That was the key to beating Danny Cormier, but nobody wanted to do it. Nobody wanted to throw to the body. Last night, Miocic threw to the body and licked him like a stamp. Uh, as I said, Pablo Costa, winner over Yo Romero. Those guys are fighting the middleweight. Unanimous, not across the board. <clears throat> Two rounds, one, 29-28. Could have went either way or even a draw. The rest of the card, oh, can I say, <clears throat> nothing to get up for. It didn't need Viagra or anything like that, but it wasn't a, a fantastic card. It was a decent night of entertainment. <clears throat> the final uh, pay-per-view fight was Derek Brunson and Ian Hunch. Hunch came in the uh, favorite, the crowd favorite. I mean, they were pushing him as far as the broadcast was concerned. They did everything but interview his mother pre-fight, but he lost to Derek Brunson across the board, 29-28, or two rounds to one. Mm. Excuse me, in rounds. Other fighters on the card worthy of a mention? How about this guy? Comma Worthy. I am worthy of worthy. Anyway, Kama Worthy beat Devontae Smith with a TKO in the first round. Those guys were fighting at 155. The UFC rock and roll, of course, next week, the unbeaten monster. And she is, a, you know, <sighs> girls that scare me. Why do some girls just scare the snot out of me? They just do. I mean, Cyborg Santos, I told you. I stood next to her in San Jose. I said to myself, this chick would give me problems. I mean, I'm a former San Francisco policeman, so I've wrestled with some big people. And that was the, that was the key to them. You just wrestle with them. When people, like, when squares grab you, and you're a cop, this and then when squares would grab you, like, big, fat, drunk, screaming, and want to fight you, this and just grab and hold on for a little while. You roll around for about 15, 20 seconds. You stay calm. You know, don't, don't breathe too hard. And guess what? They're like, <laughs> they're dying. So anyway, Jessica Andrade is the real deal. She just... She's a monstrous, and she she would scare me as far as fighting her. If I was around her weight, I would be scared to death. I really would. Of course, born in 1991 in Parana, Brazil, she is the real deal. A mixed martial arts record of 20 and 6. Six losses. How she lost those six fights? She learned. I don't know, but she lost two by knockout, two by submission, and two by decision. Of course, she is the champion. She's an amazing champion, and of course, taking out... <laughs> When she did her, when she took out Miss uh, Shevchenko in the last time out, that was just an amazing fight. Of course, now she's taking on China's number one fighter. And when I say China's number one fighter, she's a chick. Yeah, I kid you not. And why do I say that? Because Wally Zhang is going to have the entire one billion people that are Chinese tune into this fight. It's it's an anomaly. It's different. I mean, they've never really had a star female fighter, per se. I mean, there's a couple that have stepped out, but she's the real deal. She's 19, I think she's 19 and 1, 9 knockouts, 7 submissions, 3 decisions. So she knows what she's doing. She beat Tisha Torres. Uh, take that back. She's taken on, yeah, she beat Tisha Torres last time out, USC 235. So she's got some good names on her uh, background. Jessica Aguilar, Daniel Taylor. Bottom line is, the chick can really fight. But, 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 what happens when she gets hit on her chin? We'll see. Bottom line is, that's going to be one hell of a fight. Jessica Andrade and Wella Zhang, of course, two monstrouses at 100 and, what's that, 115 pounds straw weight. Straight up. And the co-feature, God, I hate, love this guy's name, sort of, Lee Jingling. Jingling. Bottom line is, Lee Jingling's going to be fighting, oh, a guy has got a horrible name, Elizu Zaleski Dos Santos. Oh, that wasn't too bad. And, of course, also on the undercard, the Unjung. As they say over there, Da Un Hung. So I guess he's like a hung guy. Da Un Hung taking on Jamal Jamatha Hill. 
and that's going to be at a light heavyweight bout. Of course, that's going to rock and roll from China August 31st. I think it's like 5.30 in the morning or something like some crazy bout. I think Johnny Sig was telling me, we'll hear from him a little bit later, it was like 3 o'clock in the morning Pacific time or something like that. But you know what? This might be a fight worth getting up and watching because this Jessica Andrade, she is just a scary, scary chick, no doubt about that. Outside of that, of course, USC 242, what can I say? Khabib, baby. The only one that could beat Khabib on this planet is Scott Cuddy. And we're trying to get Scott Cuddy to sign. Hey, when I say Khabib's scared of Cuddy, I just got to tell you the truth is. Khabib's going to take on Dustin Poirier September 7th in Dubai. We're going to tell you about Dubai. It's a hellhole. I told you before. Hookers and burkas. That's it. That's it. As far as women were concerned, hookers and burkas. They either wore a burka or they were a hooker. There was no in-between. You're tuned to Ring Talk live worldwide on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio. Of course, this is the Sunday edition, two hours live of Ring Talk worldwide, of course, on SportsByline.com. We'll come up with a close hour number one. Hour number two, we'll bring in Nate Diaz. Straight up, of course, the hottest fighter out of Stockton, California, maybe ever. Straight up, Ring Talk live worldwide continues after the break. I'm going to go home, hang out with my wife, my dogs, get the babies set up, and then I... Uh... We'll figure it out for me. I'm just tired right now. I'm going to go home and hang out. And, uh... the blue pill to charge your sex life? Have you been thinking about trying the blue pill? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pill delivers the exact same results for less than $3. We'll do the math for you. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. Want more? We'll give you 40 blue pills or 40 yellow pills for $99 and add four more pills free. You save more than $500 You don't have to be a rocket scientist to know what to do next. You need to call and get your 44 pills for just $99. Stop overpaying for the other blue pills. Call us and start saving a ton of money for the exact same results. Ordering is fast and easy with your pills delivered to your door in a non-marked package. 800-223-0992. 800 223 800-223-0992. That's 800-223-0992. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me 
never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober, and all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912. That's 800-403-5912. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. I don't know, man, I guess. I, I don't know. You want to take a chance on that? 57 minutes past the hour, hour number one of Ring Talk Live Worldwide on SportsByline.com. Of course, my name is Pedro Fernandez. I am your host. I'm also an award-winning writer. I've been around a little while. In fact, we're going to celebrate 36 years of radio this second week of September 2019. Hope you can be around. Straight up, I've got some questions for Johnny Sigaforce, our undefeated lad from Las Vegas, Nevada. Uh, Yoel Romero was a world a gold medalist wrestler, a gold medalist wrestler from the Olympics. Daniel Cormier was a world champion as a amateur wrestler. Why didn't either of these guys wrestle? And when they did, they were successful. Why didn't they? I mean, come on. They both lost fighting the other guy's game. Exactly. And I think that's what happens sometimes is that you come in wanting to fight a particular type of fight, but someone sets, your opponent could set a tempo, a pace, or a style of fight. And I think they got baited in those situations to fighting a little outside of their element. Even though DC looks good, kind of striking, but at the end of the day, he was throwing some really fat punches. And I'm not talking about his body weight. I'm talking about what I mean by fat is wide. He was able to get clipped. But what ticked me off is that that open hand crap that he was pulling, man. I didn't think that. I, you know, I thought he had a little bit open. Put it this way. If I was the other guy, I'd have been concerned with that open hand. Now we switch gears. In hour number two, we'll talk USC, of course, and some boxing. But we'll talk about the Kronk Gym and the mob ties. What would you think of that, Johnny? Oh, man, let's get into it. I'm looking forward to, uh, to delving further into that. I'm trying to keep it very short-winded right now. We'll save it for hour number two. Whoa, the Kronk Jim and the mob, Emmanuel Stewart, myself, my godfather, my goldfather, my mentor. What am I trying to say? Check out hour number two of Ring Talk Live Worldwide at sportsbyline.com and, of course, iHeartRadio.com. Uh, we'll, talk about, we'll talk about the Kronk Jim situation. We'll hear probably a 12-minute spiel on that and, and, and. We'll hear from Nate Diaz, of course, the winner last night, 2 UFC 241, possibly the biggest star on the show. Straight up, you are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide on Sports Byline. This is the Sunday edition, 11 a.m. Pacific time. Don't forget, hour number two of Ring Talk Live, forthcoming on Sports Byline. Dish TV is better than cable TV. Why? Because you can save 45% on packages compared to your high-priced cable bill. 
Wow. Take those giant scissors out and cut the cable and save with Dish TV. Plus, you get a free DVR upgrade to record your favorite shows and free installation. And with Dish Anywhere, you can watch TV for free on your mobile device. Act fast. You can save hundreds of dollars. Does your cable company do that for you? Get all the best TV programming at your fingertips at a fraction of the price of cable TV. So say adios, arrivederci, goodbye to the high cable bill, and save up to 45% on Dish TV packages today. These are limited time offers and can change at any time. Call fast. 800-405-2561-800-405-2561-800-405-2561. That's 800-405-2561. Ladies and gentlemen, live from the West Coast, it's time for Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Fascinating. For over 30 years and still your inside look into boxing and mixed martial arts. What the hell's going on out here? Heard live around the world and brought to you by the World Boxing Organization. Yeah. And now, live from the Ring Talk Studios in San Francisco, here's the host of the longest-running fight show in history. Down goes Frazier! Down goes Frazier! And Foreman is as poised as can be! Pedro Fernandez. Dames y caballeros, bienvenidos, ladies and gentlemen, emanating live from the multi-million dollar sports byline studios in the city by the bay, San Francisco, California, check it baby, this is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Straight up, your inside look in the world of boxing, MMA now, 35 plus years, how many plus get this, September 10th, 36 years of radio, 36 years of radio, was started out as a lark. Actually, Charles J. and I did this together. Then I said, you know what, Charlie, I need to go my own way. So I went my own way and started with KEST Radio in San Francisco. It's still on the air. It's a Vietnamese station. And like on half of the show, I take it back, the show before me was all Filipino, and the show after me was an all-Christian show. So my boxing fans will call this all-Christian show and berate them for taking up my airtime. I kid you not, straight up, it was one hell of a... How uh, can I say this? A birth as far as the Ring Talk Live Worldwide situation was concerned. And of course, we went off to CanBR live syndication. Been syndicated since 1989. 1989 syndicated programming. Ring Talk Live Worldwide. My name is Pedro Fernandez. So if you've been listening to me for half of that time, I thank you so much for being on the Ring Talk team. If you're joining us for the very first time today, let me welcome you to your inside look in the world of boxing and MMA. In this hour, we'll hear from Nate Diaz. Of course, Nate Diaz, the MMA fighter, the iconic fighter of sorts. Not my favorite guy, but if I guess I ever wanted to go into the ghetto late at night and needed a bodyguard, I'd probably take Nate Diaz with me. Anyway, Nate Diaz was a winner. We heard from Nate Diaz. Uh, maybe a little X-rated Nate, R-rated Nate Diaz as we uh, proceed in the show. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Back with Johnny Sig after the break. You're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide on SportsByline.com. Well, before you do anything rash, This Everybody plays a fool sometimes. Listening makes us smarter, more connected people. It makes us better partners, parents, and leaders. And there's no better place to start listening than Audible. 
Audible is where so many inspiring voices and compelling stories open listeners up to new experiences and ways of thinking. Audible members now get more than ever before. Members choose three titles every month, one audiobook plus two Audible originals that you can't hear anywhere else. Audible delivers bestsellers, business, self-improvement, memoirs, and more, all professionally narrated by actors, authors, and motivational superstars. Audible members can also get free access to the New York Times, Wall Street Journal, and Washington Post delivered daily to the Audible app. Explore all the ways listening on Audible can help improve mind, body, and soul with entertainment, information, and inspiration. Start listening with a 30-day Audible trial, and your first audiobook plus two Audible originals are free. Visit audible.com slash ring or text R-I-N-G to 500-500. Do you have a problem hearing the television? Do you need to crank up the volume so loud your family is screaming at you? Then put on your TV ears. TV Ears has helped millions of people just like you hear TV loud and clear without cranking up the volume. For about 60 bucks for the 30-day free trial, you can get your own set of TV Ears. When you wear TV Ears, you can mute the TV volume for private listening or let others watch TV with you. Order in the next 10 minutes and take us up on our 30-day home trial and very special price. TV Ears is a brand hearing professionals have trusted for more than 20 years. And through this special radio offer, you can get your very own for just $60. Just mention promo code RADIO. So put on your TV ears and make everyone happy. 800-984-4207. 800-984-4207. That's 800-984-4207. It's summertime once again, which means pool parties, barbecues, and relaxation, but it also means home projects, which aren't much fun. So why not let Home Advisor take them off your hands? From minor repairs to major remodels, Home Advisor will connect you with top-rated pros in your area, letting you get back to summer fun. The pros have been reviewed by your neighbors so you can see what others thought of their work. And if you're not sure how much your project should cost, Get multiple quotes from pros and use HomeAdvisor's Project Cost Guide to see what others paid for similar projects. And to top it all off, you can book appointments online, no more phone tag. HomeAdvisor makes it beyond easy to get your home projects done. So don't wait. Get those projects done now and make the most of your summer. To find the right pro at a fair price, just ask HomeAdvisor. Go to HomeAdvisor.com or download the free award-winning HomeAdvisor app today. Now, back to Pedro Fernandez with the MMA Hour. Don't let the drum surprise you. Johnny Sig's a drummer. I'm talking about undefeated John Signorella. Of course, got his own thing going on there in Las Vegas as far as teaching is concerned. Johnny, you just don't teach drums, though. You teach music in general, right? Everything, man. Guitar, piano, bass, but I can't sing and I can't dance. Oh, okay. That's pretty good. <laughs> Straight up, Frank Warren seems to be knocking this Joshua Ruiz deal in Saudi Arabia, talking about it being a cash out and things like that. What's going on here? What's the? Give me the skinny on this. Bottom line is that Andy Ruiz doesn't want to go there, and I don't blame him. You know, he's got his reasons about, you know, things in the country that's going on with reporters getting killed. And, you know, also for in his defense, in Andy Ruiz's defense, I mean, he did beat the snot out of Anthony Joshua. Now, I understand that they had a contract 
already in place for a rematch clause from their first fight. But, I mean, he should have the right to deny a location. Andy Ruiz is saying that he wants to fight. He has no problem fighting. He doesn't like that location particularly, and I don't blame him. And plus, we don't know about the protocol for testing, like I had mentioned in hour number one, and Eddie Hearn with all the controversy, if you guys don't know, surrounding the Dillian White thing for failing a test. And as a promoter, he knowingly allowed the fight to still transpire, knowing that before the fight, a guy had failed the test. I don't blame Andy Ruiz for saying, hey, guys, let's pump the brakes. Let's figure out a good place for this to make it a good, clean, fair fight. You know, when when uh, when Buster Douglas upset Mike Tyson, was sort of the apple card, everything went crazy in the heavyweight division, I was contacted by somebody who was associated with the Sultan of Brunei. And they said they were interested in hosting a fight over there. So, you know, good Lord, if I pulled that off, I'd be like a zillionaire for life, and I'd be set and million, I'd be all done. Anyway, I spent a lot of time, a lot of money on the phone, because back in the day it cost a lot of money to call Bernay, believe me. Anyway, back and forth on the phone, spent a lot of money. It didn't happen. Then I went to Dubai. I was supposed to do boxing in Dubai and got food poisoning on the plane, on, on the plane going over there. Spent like six or seven days basically in the hospital over there. So the 10 days there were wasted. But that boxing series never got off the ground. They've been trying to bring boxing to the Middle East for a long time. Amir Khan does it. And I mean Amir Khan, A-M-E-R-E-C-O-N, not Amir Khan the fighter. Amir Khan said did this, of course, beating up Billy Dib. Now he says he wants to go back there and fight again. They're trying to lure Pacquiao there. Do you think that, that kind of money could lure Manny Pacquiao to uh, fight in Saudi Arabia? We know that they have the financial backing because it's a very rich you know, area over there. But at the end of the day, it's like, who wants to go there? You can't drink. You can't do things loosely. No hookers. You know, I, Exactly. Well, you know, no, lots of them and lots of them in Dubai. I'm just kidding. Yeah, I was going to say, as far as I know, (laughs) they got it going on over there if you're into that sort of thing. But I mean, for me, it's very stale. It's very dry. And I know that they're trying to make it more of a free country. And that's cool. Like, I like that they're bringing WWE there in events and they're trying really hard. Didn't they just tort? Didn't they they just like cut up the reporter from The Washington Post? Didn't they just cut him up into like a thousand pieces about five, six months ago? That's what I opened up with when I said I don't blame Andy Ruiz not to laugh for not wanting to go there because and you know there's a lot of people that won't travel even again in the WWE universe wrestlers ref- some wrestlers refuse to go there and I think that that's the right there's, there's lots of Andy Ruiz to cut up yeah oh god <laughs> but you know what? Let's give him that. Listen, you got to give him beyond the benefit of a doubt because I'm looking at him, looking at him here in the weigh-in. You know, I mean, he does look a little bit chunky and he looked flabby in the fight. And he was overweight, perhaps in the minds of many. But you know what, man? He shut me up, and it took me. It took a few weeks for me to just accept the fact that he just went out there and what did you say? He beat the snot out of uh, of Anthony Joshua. It wasn't like uh, he he made, he barely won. No, no, he got up off the deck. He beat him handily. For me, Andy Ruiz, you know, he's talking about slimming down. I'm like, "Uh uh-uh, buddy. Like Billy Joel said, I love you just the way you are. You know, stay the way you are because it works for him. If it's not broken, then don't try to fix it. Great hand speed and also the grit, the determination. He got off the mat and went after Joshua. Joshua folded when the going got tough. And that's the difference maker in that type of fight. Tyson Fury, of course, the linear world heavyweight champion, going to take on a guy by the name of Otto Wallen. If you want to know who Otto Wallen is, I'll tell you. He's 20-0, and 0, and that's about all I can tell you about Otto Wallen outside of he couldn't lick a stamp if you wet his tongue. Does that sound about correct? 
Absolutely, 100%. Okay, so he's going to take on Tyson Fury. And, of course, Larry Merchant was uh, a bit upset over the fact that I mentioned Amanda Navarrete is going to fight on the same card because he doesn't want to see work fights. And Tyson Fury and Wallen is obviously a work fight. You know, I loved Larry today. He was so, like, on point. Old school HBO Larry coming through there. Nothing but the brutal truth. And that's what's oh, up. Like, I do... Oh, and he jumped on the Mexicans and the, and the mariachi music. And he, oh, oh, I didn't think he was going to go as deep into it as he did. The Godfather has no fear. No, no, you got to love him. But, you know, they, they tried to salvage this, you know, failed uh, attempt at trying to get a big boxing event on the Mexican Independence Day weekend over September 14th, which is, you know, landmark huge for Mayweather in the past and Chavez and now Canelo. Canelo didn't want to fight on that date for whatever reason. So, I mean, I give props to Bob. I mean, he's trying at least. He's putting something out there, some kind of content. And you've got to give him respect. Bob's at every show. It doesn't matter where it is. Like, you'll see him in L.A. one week, and then the next week he'll be in, like, Germany. It's, like, amazing what he's doing at his age. He goes to every Rolling Stones show in the United States. In other words, if they show in San Antonio tonight and they're in Houston tomorrow, Bob's there. That's what's up, man. Every, Props and, to Bob. And, and as I told you what Bob told me on that van, I'm not kidding you, folks. I'll just tell you like it is. We were talking about drugs in general and blah, blah, blah. And a couple of people, well, I think it was around a Foreman Holyfield fight. And he said to me, he said, you know, son, as long as you stick to smoke, he called it pot. As long as you stick to smoking pot, you'll be fine. If you go off in those other directions, you're going to be in trouble. You meant alcohol and or hard drugs. I was a skinny 23, 24-year-old kid, and basically I think he was right. But bottom line is Bob Barham still rocking and rolling, and last night pumping Navarrete through the roof. Maybe not the best fighter in Mexico right now, but one of the better fighters in Mexico. But I think he needs to clean up in Mexico. I mean, uh, as far as, I mean, at 122. That that Nuri guy scares. He's scary. He's a frightening guy. Him and Ray Vargas, you know that that's a really good division down there. And if you look the at the frame, fright, of that, the Nuri is a guy that just put. But he sends chills through my spine. Oh, I feel you, man. You know, and and I I feel the same about Navarrete in a lot of ways. And also Navarrete's frame kind of suggests that as he grows older, he could probably make it to 126 rather comfortably. You know, where you have some guys there like Oscar Valdez, Gary Russell, if he ever decides to fight. Leo Santa Cruz, obviously. Um, boxing is hot right now, Pete. Man, I don't remember a time when I saw such young kids, but not only like, you know, with, with good, good skill, but they're they're handling themselves well. They're fighting actively, you know, and they're, they're coming with a lot of passion. And the thing I noticed, too, students of the game, when I saw Navarrete shooting uppercuts last night and good body attack, that's old school type fighting. That's, uh, I think that's Fernando Beltran and Zanfer Productions, Zanfer Promotions out of Tijuana, Mexico. I mean, he was the guy that took over after uh, Mr. Mayan. It may have been coincidental, but here's what's up. Uh, Octavio, I think his name was Octavio. No, that was the referee. Jorge Mayan is promoting boxing in Tijuana, and I'm doing these cards once a month on television all around the world, Johnny. So once a week, I'm like the godfather in Tijuana, the American that comes to Tijuana on a Friday night and does television in town. It was just, it was a great, great time. Anyway, um, somebody stabbed Mayan's father. And then my aunt retired from the boxing business. Coincidence? I don't know. But somebody stabbed his father, and he retired. He was a furniture guy from Tijuana and retired from the, from the business. So my Tijuana gig was cut short. But, man, I used to dig going on. It was fantastic. I mean, you got to see great fighters coming up like Eric Morales. I saw him in the amateur days. I mean, I, mean, I remember watching Eric Skinny El Terrible. I mean, this guy, I think he was 100 and. 
122 pounds, somewhere 818 pounds, this and that. And he came in looking all skinny and gangly. I said to myself, this guy's supposed to be like the next Mexican superstar. And then he flattens this guy, I mean, like unconscious, like in like three or four, in like three minutes, less than three minutes, the first round. So Morales turned out to be the real deal. And I think that Navarrete is the second coming of Morales, only a little bit smarter in that he doesn't get hit as much. He doesn't get hit as much, and, you know, he uses his height. Even though he's a pressure fighter, he uses his distance really well um, with the uppercuts especially. You're tuned to Ring Talk live worldwide on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio. Of course, it comes to you every Sunday, 11 a.m. Pacific time on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, iHeartRadio, and like a thousand other internet platforms. We're talking about boxing, talking boxing and MMA until the entire until the top of the hour. Man, am I stumbling here or what? Bottom line is you are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. We have open phone lines around the planet. 1-800-878-7529. That's 1-800-878-7529. Or, or the text line. You can text us here in the studio. 415-275-1613. That's 415-275-1613. I'm an hour away from the Isley Brothers, so I guess I'm distracted, but you're tuned to Sports Byline. You're listening to the MMA Hour. Attention business owners, are you struggling while waiting for your customers to pay on their net 30, 60, or 90-day invoices? Can't get a business loan, have no equity, bad credit, or maybe no credit at all? Then you need to call AmeriFactors right now. AmeriFactors will give you cash for your invoices and there's nothing to pay back. We simply buy your account receivables and if those clients don't pay on the invoices, we take the loss. We give you funds based on your account receivables not your credit and 98% of all applicants are approved it's that simple with AmeriFactors there's no more waiting for your customers to pay we give you the funds up front then we wait for your customers to pay us fund your business today call AmeriFactors right now 800-847-1183 800-847-1183 that's 800-847-1183 Attention business owners, now is the perfect time to start saving money on your cable TV bill for your business. We can give you packages with up to 90 great channels and save your business a ton of cash. And if you call right now, you can learn how to get free equipment and free installation. Now you have choices. It's time to start saving money on your cable TV bill for your business. And call today and get 90 channels plus free equipment and free installation. Smart business owners like you all across the country are consolidating and saving money on their cable TV, internet, and phone service for their business. So now's the perfect time. This may be a limited time offer to the first 100 people that call right now. So please save money and call now. 800 470 800-470-7113. 800-470-7113. 800-470-7113. That's 800-470-7113. 
Money Now 100 is not a lender, broker, or agent of any lender or financial advisor. We do not make loans or credit decisions. You must be 18 years or older and a U.S. resident to qualify. This is not an offer or solicitation to lend. I went to MoneyNow100.com and got the $5,000 I needed deposited in my account the next business day. If you need money for any reason, help is here. Go to MoneyNow100.com and get the money you need. Need to pay off credit card debt? Go to MoneyNow100.com. Need your car? repair need home improvement money visit moneynow100.com if you need fast cash for any reason go to moneynow100.com good bad or no credit at all go to moneynow100.com you could get up to five thousand dollars as soon as the next business day go to moneynow100.com on your phone tablet or computer type in the address bar moneynow100.com that's moneynow100.com Now, more of the MMA Hour with Pedro Fernandez. The co-feature last night, of course, of USC 241 uh, pitted two pretty good fighters. Talk about the former lightweight champion, Anthony Pettis, of course. The man that lost to Junior Dos Anjos. I take that back. Rafael Dos Anjos was a bit of a surprise a few years ago. I thought he was going to rise to superstar status. But, of course, I remember back in the day that our analyst then, Zach Young, said he didn't have the grappling uh, ability. He hadn't have the ability on the ground. Anyway, last night... He tangled with Nate Diaz. Nate Diaz now 21 and 11, one unanimous, not across the board. But Nate Diaz out of Stockton, California. If ever there was a guy that epitomized the thug life, it was Nate Diaz. Ladies and gentlemen, after three rounds, we go to the judges' scorecards for a decision. The judges score the contest 30-27, 30-27, and 29-28 for the winner by unanimous. Decision, Nate Ladies and gentlemen, I'm here with your winner, Nate Diaz. First of all, welcome back, sir. What was it like being away, and what is it like to be back and get a nice victory like that over Anthony Pettis? It's Nick Diaz Army. I felt good to be back. So, do you think you will be back permanently now? You took a nice long layoff of three years off. After this great fight and having this great victory, do you think we'll be seeing you fighting regularly now? The reason I was off is because everybody sucked. There was nobody to fight. But with this, uh, with this belt, I want to defend it against uh, Jorge Masvidal. Had a good last fight. Good last fight. All respect to the man, but there ain't no gangsters in this game anymore. There ain't nobody who done it right but me and him. So I know my man's a gangster, but he ain't no West Coast gangster. You know what I'm saying? Well, that'll be a fantastic fight, Nate. This was a great fight for you tonight, a great fight to come back against a guy like Anthony Pettis. Was there anything surprising about this tonight? No, I just worked out a little different this time. I worked out more like, probably more like he does, so I could push the pace in the beginning. Because I'm used to five-round five fights. So I got tired, 
trying to go hard. I think I do better in a longer fight, making it happen the way it's supposed to happen. Congratulations, sir. Enjoy your victory. It's great to see you back. Shout out to my corners. Richard Perez, the best boxing coach in the world. My partner who runs the Nick D of the Academy, Randy Spence, and the legendary Carl Gracie, the man Gracie Jiu-Jitsu. Stock in California, baby. You already know what's up. Nick Diaz, ladies and gentlemen. 209 in the house, no doubt about it. Johnny Sick, I got to ask you this question, though. With this belt, what the hell was he talking about? Oh, he's looking for, I think he's going for Jorge. No, no, with this belt. He didn't have any belt in his hand. Oh, that is so true. With this belt, he said it. With this belt, I want to defend it against. I'm looking around like, huh? Is he he living? He must be smoking a whole lot of weed, or he's got some residual damage thinking he holds the belt. He was puffing big time at the weigh-in, you know, and he's a big, uh, you know, uh, endorser of CBD. I believe he has his own company. And I'm, you know, da- and I'm down, with, and I'm down with that, man. But let's be honest, that was a little off. That was a little beyond CBDs, uh, you know. Oh, there's no doubt about it. And you know, he sounds like when he speaks, he sounds like he got the residual effects from combat sports and being a drug user. You know, I don't, I don't crap on pot at all. Like, I mean, it, it's all good. You know, as long as you could hold, you know, your own and, and save face and be like a Bob Arum and still function at 90 and still make sense. But sometimes he comes across a little bit ignorant, but he fought very, very uh, intelligently last night. And I think his experience at the end of the day saved him in that fight um, out working Pettis. Pettis looked a little like starstruck, star, uh, starstruck, didn't he? When he was facing him, he looked like a little timid. But another, Yeah, and a classic example of a guy at 155 naturally against a guy at 170 naturally. Look at that size differential. Yeah, it was it was evident last night. You could see it in there. And, and I do believe that Pettis was just a little bit timid. If they could do a rematch, I think he would fare better the next time. But I got to say, Diaz to me looked a little slow, very plodding at first. And I'm, I'm actually surprised, even though I picked him going in to win, I was surprised he pulled it out because he didn't look so hot to me in round number one. No, he didn't, but he was coming off a three-year layoff and, you know, I mean, three-year layoff making 170 pounds. Plus, I got to tell you, he was a lot bigger than 170 when he stepped into that octagon last night. Let's talk about the upcoming card in Dubai. Another place, as I said, there's just a a hellhole. If ever there was a piss hole in the world, folks, it's got to be Dubai. I'm sorry, but I'm going to say that until the day I die. Why? I went over there. It was just... It was just, I can't go into it in detail. Anyway, Khabib's going to fight over there. Undefeated Khabib. 25-0, 29-0, 99-0. Doesn't matter how many fights you put in front of him. He's undefeated no matter what forum you go to. Dustin Poirier, the interim champion. Is he in the toughest spot you can ever be in the world of MMA right now? You know, he's got four victories in a row. He beat Pettis recently, Justin Gaethje, um, Eddie Alvarez, Max Holloway. Good names there. I got to give him props to that resume coming into this fight. But we know Khabib is just cut from a different cloth, brother. Like, he comes in, he's got his wrestling down, he's got his striking down, and his mental poise and focus going into a fight, it's bigger than a fight to him. It's something spiritual. And it's it's outside of this world, in my opinion, that he's put himself in this position to be looked at, in my opinion, as probably one of the dangerous men on the planet in combat sports. You know what's funny? He says, I have to maul him. That's what that's what he says. I have to maul him. Like he like when he was fighting them tigers or those lions and whatever he was wrestling there on YouTube. The bottom line is he is a free creature from another world. Now Dustin Perrier has hurt people with outside side of outside of Max Holloway, he's even put guys away. So does that mean he's got a punching power they could hit Khabib on that? Because Khabib's got this big old chin. 
he's got a great chin, and we know that Poirier could uh, punch some. All of his last four victories actually came by way of knockouts. But Khabib doesn't get hit much, does he? Not so you got to hit no, him to take he's, him out. No, because he's hitting you. <laughs> exactly my point. Yee, that's scary. Khabib and, of course, Dustin Poirier are going to go September 7th from the arena, Yaz Island and Abu Dhabi, the United Arab Emirates, folks. Get your tickets right now at UFC.com. In fact, I can't recommend, if you don't like somebody, if you don't like somebody and you want to take them on a horrible trip, go to Dubai. I kid you not. You, ha, I shouldn't say that. Yes, I should. I've been there. UFC 242 going down September the 7th. Now, back to the heavyweight championship last night. Cormier saying he should have wrestled more, as I alluded to a little bit earlier. Um, Yoel Romero, is he, is he not, does the elevator not go to the top floor with him? Because he doesn't seem to be able to compute two and two is four. I mean, when you look at him, because there's certain things that are obvious, at least to me as a fighter, but they don't seem obvious to him as a fighter. Well, he did lose to an unbeaten guy last night. So, I mean, there's a factor there, you know. And real quick to touch on the main event about DC not being able to wrestle. I thought he had a very dominant first round, you know. I thought it looked like a mismatch. I'm like, well, DC is going to handle this one rather easily. And then it kind of like, you know, Neocek came in a little bit creeping in the second round and working his way into this fight. And by the third round, I said, okay, we got a little something here. And we got, you know, some ways to go yet, another 10 minutes or so. When those body shots started landing and you heard pop, pop, and you saw them landing clean on the liver side, I was like, this is going to be an issue. Not only because DC is a little soft in the midsection, is because, you know, they're clean. Face facts, they're clean and body shots suck. And it's only a matter of time. If you kill the body, the head's going to go. All you got to do is touch the head or eventually someone's just going to fold. And, you know, Neocek just kept going and going and, he landed some good, clean blows. And uh, D.C. humble in his loss, as always. Great speaker. And I like to see that rematch. I like to see them run that back. Not me. I'm done. Boxing 101 won that fight. Boxing 101 should have won the first fight. Boxing 101 will win the third fight, in my opinion. Of course, now we've got Francis Ngannou waiting in the wings. He's the monster, of course. He did lose to uh, both Derek Lewis and Stip Miocic. Lost to Stip Miocic and Derek Lewis, both by decisions, I believe. But, um... What do you say about Francis and, and Stippy if they roll again? You know, Francis is my boy, man. Uh, I would love to see that. I think it would be a great matchup of strikers. I think Francis Naganu at this point has come into his own with learning some other aspects of mixed martial arts. Sign me up for that one. I, I, that's a toss-up. That's a toss-up. Wow, you no doubt about that. Now. You are tuned to the Mighty Sports Byline Broadcast Network, of course, live. We come to you each and every Sunday, 11 a.m. Pacific on. This is hour number two, live on Sports Byline. Next up, we'll feature a special that I pulled off of YouTube. It'll talk about the Kronk Gym in detail. Of course, the Kronk Gym, founded in the 1970s by Emanuel Stewart and a couple other people, including Prentice Bird. Prentice Bird was the vice president. I was tight with these guys at the beginning. Not so tight with them. But as, as things rolled and they got real successful, we got tight. I mean, real tight. So tight to the point where when I went to Detroit, I stayed in Emmanuel Stewart's house. So we're going to explore the possible dark side of the mob and the Kronk Gym next on the mighty Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Open phone lines all around the planet. 1-800-878-7529. That's 1-800-878-7529. Get it. Get us on the text line. You can text us here in the studio. No commitment, no guilt. Say what you want. You don't like Johnny Sig? I love him. Bottom line is, 
Our text number is 415-275-1613. Once again, the studio text line, 415-275-1613. You're tuned to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. He would try, and then I would bring it back down. It would work, man. I just wanted to gas him out and get him tired. You know, he's a big boy. He's got a lot of muscle on him, you know, and it's a lot of oxygen to carry for a big boy like that. You're listening to the MMA Hour. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government, and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But The Secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517. 800-932-5517. 800-932-5517. Once again, that's 800-932-5517. Imagine this is your money and someone wants to take it from you. Who is it? The IRS. They want your money. And guess what? They can legally take it, all of it if they want. Remember, they sent you that letter that said, hey, you owe us a bunch of cash and we're going to take it from you. So what do you do? Fight back by letting our team of experts at the tax helpline work it out with the IRS so you can keep your money. And we're good at what we do. When you hire us, you get a team of guys on your side that know the IRS laws and will fight to save your money. So if you owe the IRS a ton of cash and you want to keep it, call right now and learn for free how we can help you put it back in your pocket. 800-932-1749. That's 800-932-1749. Now, back to Pedro Fernandez with the MMA Hour. It's called Stop Snitching. It's a true story. It's about the Crump Gym. Is it real or is it internet gossip?
here at Gangster Report, Scott Bernstein and I uh, recently came across a really interesting case involving a huge snitch, a professional snitch, which you may not know even existed. There's people who make their living uh, uh, informing on crimes and maybe even creating crimes on behalf of the federal government. Let's look at the case of one of the biggest snitches in America. Your taxpayer dollars at work. One of the most you know, iconic uh, symbols in pro prize fighting uh, was started in Detroit in uh, the late 1960s, early 1970s by Emmanuel Manny Stewart, one of the most legendary uh, boxing trainers and impresarios uh, the fight game has ever seen. He trained literally dozens of world champions uh, across all different weight classes. Uh, probably the most known fighter to specifically uh, be produced out of the cronk itself was Tommy the Hitman Hearns, Detroit's favorite son in the boxing game in the late uh, 20th century. Uh, the Hitman, a.k.a. the Motor City Cobra. And um, he was very successful early on and very high profile. Um, and so was Manny Stewart. And as a result, uh, in the early to mid-1980s, the federal government targeted uh, both Hearns, Manny Stewart, and the Kronk Gym in general uh, for a federal drug and money laundering uh, investigation. Not a lot of people know this, but uh, they started off going after Hearns and Stewart. Hearns specifically was raising a lot of eyebrows in uh, law, law enforcement in Detroit because he socialized a lot with criminals, uh, specifically members of a uh, very prolific drug organization in, in Detroit called the Young Boys Incorporated, uh, as well as a group that came after them led by Demetrius Holloway and Maserati Rick Carter. Um, some of the YBIs led by Baby Ray Peoples would hang around. Uh, Hearns, Holloway, and Carter were known to be part of his entourage at his big fights in Atlantic City and Las Vegas. He was also doing business uh, with the Italian Mafia in that he was uh, having the mob host casino nights at his house. Uh, and one of these casino nights, his brother killed, uh, Tommy Hearns' brother killed his girlfriend. Uh, and this all really, really put them, uh, put Kronk, put, put the Kronk Jim and Tommy Hearns specifically kind of into the crosshairs of the federal government. Now, they tried very, uh, very diligently and uh, in some ways, some people might have called it a witch hunt to try to ensnare Stewart and Hearns for laundering uh, uh, drug proceeds, illegal criminal proceeds of uh, either people outside the gym or people training within the gym. They were never able to get Hearns or uh, Manny Stewart, but uh, by the early 1990s, they had focused their attention on three boxers uh, who were pretty high profile, not quite as high profile as Tommy Hearns, but had zeroed in on these three, led by Daryl Chambers, a local Detroit Eastside guy that was 22 and two, championship contender in the welterweight division, uh, as well as Donald, the Lone Star Cobra Curry, who was the most, pro, uh, the most successful of these three, was the uh, defending super welterweight and welterweight champion. And then William Stanley the Steamer Longstreet, who was another pretty relatively successful boxer who I believe had a career record of like 21 and three or 24 and two. Uh, Daryl Chambers, you know, if you, if you study his case, he, he was the quote unquote kingpin. Uh, and if you study his case, he really started uh, heading towards 
the dark side after he lost a nationally televised uh, championship fight uh, on ESPN at Atlanta uh, at the um, I believe it was Trump, uh, in Atlantic City at one of the main casinos. Lost to a uh, Bobby Bobby Joe Young, and kind of if you talk to people surrounding Chambers after that, he kind of decided to put boxing kind of as a, a boxing on the back burner and start focusing more on drug dealing. Um, by the late 80s, early 90s, he was one of the biggest wholesale cocaine traffickers uh, in the Detroit area. And the FBI decided, or excuse me, the DEA decided to use their their ace in the hole, Andrew Chambers. No relation to Daryl Chambers. Andrew Chambers came from St. Louis and was the most controversial and successful DEA informant of all time. He provided information in nearly 300 separate cases that led to 445 arrests and the seizure of a ton and a half of cocaine. Mr. Chambers was so successful, in fact, that uh, the national news got attracted to his case. He did an interview with 2020, uh, a lot of publicity around the fact that Chambers was a DEA informant that was helping build hundreds of cases for the DEA, but was also perjuring himself in the process. You see about it on this national television. Andrew Chambers was the single most active informant in DEA history. Can't nobody else do this like I can do. His talent, according to DEA agents, was his uncanny ability to blend in. Posing as a high roller from out of town, drug dealers believed he was one of them. When they see you driving something nice, I mean, you can blow at a guy, you know, and he don't know you. But, you know, he know you, you, you got to be all right or something because you got the right toys you're playing with. Is uh, put on the case by the DEA, told to try to infiltrate the Daryl Chambers a drug organization, and he's able to successfully do this in the early 1990s, uh, specifically through some trips that they took together, Chambers, Longstreet, and uh, Curry took some trips with Chambers. So the DEA followed Andrew Chambers as well as Daryl Chambers, Stanley Longstreet, and Donald Curry uh, for uh, a number of apparent drug deals that they were making in the Bahamas. Uh, Andrew Chambers is there not only working with them, working with the DEA, wiring up, and so forth. The indictment against Daryl Chambers, Longstreet, and Curry comes down in the spring of 1994. They go to trial in early 1995. Longstreet ends up pleading and, and getting three years. Donald, the, the Lone Star Cobra, Curry, again, the, the most, uh, you know, the one that's most at the forefront of the boxing industry at that time, the, uh, the welterweight champion, super welterweight champion, he gets acquitted of the case altogether. Daryl Chambers, as the kingpin, is convicted on the testimony of Andrew Chambers. Again, no relation, and he gets a life in prison, a natural life. Uh, for uh, you know, there was no violence in his indictment uh, that was connected to Daryl Chambers specifically, and uh, you know, with that conviction in 1995, Daryl Chambers is spending the rest of his life in federal prison. Andrew Chambers was deactivated by the DEA in 2000 after working for them for uh, around 16, 17 years. Again, I, he built three, uh, 300 cases for them, testified at uh, almost all of them. 16 times he perjured himself, he admitted to it. Uh, he was put on the shelf for all, uh, all about a dozen years, but according to uh, newly uncovered federal records, Andrew Chambers was back on the payroll working for the DEA in 2013, helping them build a case against drug dealers in Arizona. Uh, very interesting slice of law enforcement as well as 
uh, underworld activity tied into the sports world. But because he was caught lying on the stand, some of the people he helped put in jail have gone free. Today, the hero has been disgraced. Chambers is eventually uh, deactivated uh, in his informant status by the DEA in 2000. Um, you know, when the media was covering this deactivation, because as we said before, he went on a, on a national television, uh, there was a special on 2020, and you know, the, the media and the government itself really downplayed the reason that Chambers was being put on the shelf. They, they claimed it was for some uh, minor offenses, some, some, some not being uh, fully uh, forthright in some of his past brushes with the law. Chambers' undoing was the discovery that he had lied about his past. Arrests for domestic violence and forgery, one conviction for soliciting a prostitute. In court, Chambers repeatedly denied he had any criminal record. A couple of times I think I was a little embarrassed to say, yeah, I had a uh, solicitation charge. You just feel bad about it, but you don't think it's, it's enough to turn the case around. But in reality, this was you know, a major Achilles heel for a lot of cases that they were uh, building with the help of, uh, the DEA was building with the help of Andrew Chambers. Um, we're talking about hundreds of cases and just in a very cursory look, they were able to find, you know, almost 20 cases of him perjuring himself where he admitted it. And in fact, on the 2020 interview, they asked him about some of this and he just kind of really brushed it off and said, yeah, I lied and I don't really have a problem with lying. So, you know, it, it really, you know, cast a shadow on a lot of those cases that the DA was building with Andrew Chambers, including the Daryl Chambers case, where, you know, Chambers is doing life in prison right now based on a tainted uh, informant that was really the only thing tying him into this drug conspiracy, while one of his, uh, his co-defendants was acquitted altogether and another co-defendant did less than three years. It, it just, it seems very uneven and, and, and unequal, uh, the scales of justice in, in this specific instance. Cases against 15 defendants. Cases against 15 defendants targeted by Chambers have already been dismissed. <laughs> Several convicted drug dealers have now filed appeals. Is the DEA responsible for what has happened? We should have known about Andrew Chambers' falsely testifying. Although DEA officials continued to use Chambers as an informant, even after his criminal record was brought to their attention, He's now been taken off the street. You tell me, how do you let an individual go that bring you 10 kilos of cocaine to a hotel? Do you let him go and argue with me? He's a hero on one hand, but he, he worked outside the rules. And, 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 in, and in this system of justice, we, we can't do that. We cannot allow ourselves to be like the bad guys. Chambers told us he feels he's the one being treated like a bad guy, wrongly tried and convicted by public opinion. So after many years undercover, he spends his time getting to know his family again. And as he watches over his son, he worries about the drug dealers who got away. You know, so someone like myself that, you know, studied uh, crime, organized crime, law enforcement at the highest level, you, know, you begin to learn that it's a very slippery slope. Uh, on one hand, law enforcement needs to use informants. Informants are key to building cases, to getting convictions. Uh, you need people on the inside feeding you information. But again, that's where it comes with uh, you know the slippery slope aspect because in a lot of cases, 
you can, in, in a lot of cases, it's proved true. Uh, you have these informants that are still doing criminal activity that are maybe not telling uh, the full side of the story, but you know, from the from the from the situation uh, or from the standpoint of the DEA, FBI, police departments, you know, they really need these guys to um, you know to, to, to further their end game, which is getting bust, and you know, the bust lead to uh, accolades from from the the departments, from the from the government. It, it leads to promotions. It leads to uh, you know publicity, you know positive publicity uh, uh, for the government and, and, and the media campaign. So it just becomes uh, a very difficult thing to manage. In a lot of cases, uh, these informants can kind of go off the reservation, and we've seen it, uh, you know, at, at, at the highest levels. We've seen it with Whitey Bulger. So you know the Gerald Chambers case, the Kronk boxing case, very, um, you know. People have limited knowledge of, of who Daryl Chambers was. A lot of that has to do with the fact that he didn't have a flashy nickname. Um, the, the Kronk boxing drug case, for whatever reason, didn't get a lot of publicity, uh, either nationally or locally, you, that you might think it would, considering the names that were being tossed around, Manny Stewart, Tommy Hearns. And by the way, uh, Stewart and Hearns were in the gallery at, at, uh, at the trial for the three Kronk boxers almost every day. But it's a fascinating slice of, of, of the American underworld, and you can tie it into the professional sports world, into pro boxing, you can tie it into uh, dirty DEA informants. It really has all the ingredients of, of something that just you know really um, speaks to where we are, uh, you know, in, 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 law, in law enforcement investigating these guys, and you know what you can take away from from cases like this. You know, it, it's not as black and white as it always. As a former San Francisco policeman, I can tell you, some snitches are bitches. You're tuned to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Do you use the blue pill to charge your sex life? Have you been thinking about trying the blue pill? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pill delivers the exact same results for less than $3. We'll do the math for you. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. Want more? We'll give you 40 blue pills or 40 yellow pills for $99 and add four more pills free. You save more than $500. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to know what to do next. You need to call and get your 44 pills for just $99. Stop overpaying for the other blue pills. Call us and start saving a ton of money for the exact same results. Ordering is fast and easy with your pills delivered to your door in a non-marked package. 800-223-0992 800-223-0992 That's 800-223-0992 Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 
That's 800-603-0885. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober, and all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912. That's 800-403-5912. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. On the soul side of town, Tower of Power, let's talk about Detroit with Johnny Sig. Johnny Sig, real brief, what'd you think? Great album, man. They got it going on still after all no, these years. No, I'm talking about the Kronk special, Detroit. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Um, your biggest rat of all time, Andrew Chambers, undisputed. Oh, man, what a creep, huh? I mean, you see this guy in the street, spit on him for me. Oh, absolutely. No good. Okay, August 22nd, boxing on Facebook. Uh, for Luis Feliciano, Gennaro Gomez, Junior Welterweights. August 23rd, Showtime, Vladimir Shurskin and DeAndre Ware. I don't know about that, super middleweight. ESPN Plus on the 24th, Sergio Kovalov and Anthony Yardy for the WBO Light Heavyweight title. August 24th, also the uh, credible Juan Francisco Estrada taking on Dewan Beeman for the WBC for WBC Super Flyweight title. Any can't-miss CTV there? You got to watch my man. You just said right there, Juan Francisco Estrada on the zone on that night. And also, Kovalev, Anthony Yarde, a great fight. I got Yarde winning. You got Yarde beating Kovalev. Of course, Yarde being trained or hand-managed or something like that, guided by Andre Ward. Andre Ward knows a little bit about busting down Kovalev, don't he? That's what I'm. That's exactly. I agree, a hundred percent. Okay, Showtime coming back with this card on the twenty third. Is it worthy of watching? Vladimir Shishkin and DeAndre Ware. Eh, no. Okay, not at all. What about the Facebook thing? Luis Feliciano and Gennaro Gomez. Anybody should should anybody get up for a Facebook card? Eh, not really. If I don't have anything going on that night, I'll tune in. Other than that, I'm just going to brush over that one. Straight up for some of these cards, folks, you need pugilistic Viagra. Straight up, <laughs> Johnny Sig. All the best to you. Talk to me about that YouTube page. Type in Ring Talk Worldwide. Listen to today's show and other shows. Everyone, enjoy your day. The great, the undefeated John Signorella from Las Vegas, Nevada. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, 35-plus years now in the making. If you're joining us for the very first time today, let me welcome you to the Ring Talk family. If you've been here a while, hey, you know we got it going on. Straight up, my executive producer is the great Scott Cuddy. You are tuned to Ring Talk Saturdays and Sundays, 11 a.m. Pacific time on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, and Sirius XM Satellite Radio. Until next time, this is Ring Talk Live Worldwide.